You are about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm also an infuriating man. It's me, Miles. And I left that life behind long ago, Jupiter. And welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, which is the thing that Miles already said, and we're in it. And Jupiter repeated. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I love that idea for an intro is just what Miles already said and what Jupiter repeated. (laughs) My whole career is just uh, repeating things that Miles said, but worse. No. I'm riding on your coattails, buddy. (laughs) Thank you. You're riding on the fringe of my cowboy jacket. My goth frills are flapping in the wind. Your bat wings. Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. So Jupiter. Miles. The theme for this episode. Yes. Was not only, I would say, challenging. I mean, like, I went with the easy road, but it's challenging in the way that you didn't go the easy road. But maybe there's a different easy road that I can't imagine. Because when you said that you weren't bringing the Beatles, I was flummoxed. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) So let me guess, you brought the Beatles? Oh, obviously. I tried to rack my brain for days. Like, are there any other bands that only have four men and they're all insufferable? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's only the Beatles. Uh, well, well, I, I have some news for you. (laughs) Newsflash, Miles, men are bad in several (laughs) bands. Okay, no, for real. I So in my usual fashion, mm. I heard this song and constructed the theme around it. This is a song that I have sort of always been aware of because it was something that it's like, it's been in my parents' playlists, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just a song that I've heard throughout my childhood, throughout my life. And it's from a band that I don't really know too much about called The Far Side. Oh, I have no idea who that is. Now, The Far Side is a rap group from the like late 80s, early 90s that did did not get big. <laughs> <laughs> that weren't good. <laughs> you know, middling popularity. Sure. They, oh my god, they made Ya Mama. Oh no, I remember that song. I was about to ask, are there any like sort of um um big hits, like maybe one hit wonder sort of style that I would know of? Or is it? Uh, probably not. 
I mean, they like they do have. Uh, uh, in fact, this song that I'm bringing, "Passing Me By," is probably their biggest song. Okay. Now, I was reminded of this band a while ago because. I was listening to the Salmon Dance. Yeah. Which is a song that you are familiar with because it was part of the cursed lost episode. Wait, everyone cross yourselves. What what oh my god, what was what was the like number of that episode? I can't remember. <sighs> it was like sixty two. I'm looking at it now, it was 64, episode 64, the lost episode. Hey, we are actually quite, at this point, maybe a little notorious for lost episodes. (laughs) Listen, no one can tell how long the podcast is. It's an enigma. I'm looking at our, I'm looking at it now. Uh, 64 is, is probably our biggest, definitely our biggest episode that we lost. Uh, also episode 69. Tragedy. Yeah. Tragedy, episode 69. Uh, some episodes earlier on that we just sort of uh, lost or, or, you know, what have you. Mm-hmm. 64 was a tragedy. I'm so I'm still upset about 64, if I'm honest. That was a lot of emotional turmoil in the studio, gang. Like, it, it was like, it was like, it represented a big new direction for us as a podcast, and then it failed spectacularly. <laughs> 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 uh, for, for for those unaware, uh, episode sixty four was uh, it, it was the episode before we went on a couple of months hiatus. Oops! We had this idea of like we really like you know spooky narrative stuff. What if we made that into the po- like? What if that was part of the podcast and like just every now and again in the middle of an episode? Or I think we planned for it to be every episode we would have a scripted segment Mm -hmm. that would be like seamlessly integrated into the show and episode 64 was this big like turning point where we like two-thirds of the episode was entirely scripted and had hundreds of sound effects and i was really proud of my sound effect work yeah. And no one ever got to hear it because I got so close to finishing it and then Audacity crashed and deleted the sound effects from existence even when I uh, reopened from a saved file. And it was a lot of hours of work. It was. I put in so much effort to get that to work and I was really proud of it. And then it all went down the toilet. Uh, but I I did I feel like learn a lot and I am excited to do something like that again in the future but uh maybe I'll edit it in chunks <laughs> and export them and weave them together maybe that's what I'll do but uh but then after that we we're just like yeah hey, you know what let's just do <laughs> Let's do a regular podcast. Let's just keep cool it. Let's cool it. Let's cool our jets. Uh, but part of that episode was the, I forget what the, I believe the theme was songs that we were obsessed with. Yes. And at the time, I was really obsessed with uh, the Salmon Dance. Yeah. By oh, I can't remember who the artist is. Who is it? Um, let me just give a quick Google. Chemical Brothers. Chemical Brothers for sure, featuring Fat Lip, who is a member of the Far Side. Oh no. 
Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's the tie-in. Okay. Brought it all back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a whole underwater section of that episode <laughs> with a gigantic <laughs> salmon. It was a lot of work. <laughs> and like, and like, I th- I thought that it sounded good. Like, I thought that it sounded like good and convincing. And I, I believe you. <laughs> get to hear it though and no one will ever get to hear it listen we gotta listen to this song jupiter (laughs) (laughs) welcome to artificial therapy (laughs) anyway 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 so uh so this song is a song that i genuinely really like despite the fact that the Subject matter and the lyrics and the attitude of the four men involved is bad Mm -hmm. and not good. Yeah. And represents a really just sort of like, just like sad view of masculinity and heterosexuality. This is all just reminding me of a theme idea I had the other day that maybe I should put on the back burner. (laughs) Because like, okay, with all that in mind, let's let's just give it a listen because I I feel like I feel like no explaining could ever do as much justice as just listening to the song. Yeah, I'm excited for this. Let's listen to Passing Me By by The Far Side. No, I did not really pursue my little princess with persistence And I was so low-key that she was unaware of my existence From a distance I desired her Secretly admired her, wired her, a letter Together, and it went, my dear, my dear, my dear You do not know me, but I know you very well Now let me tell you about the feelings I've been for you when I try Or make some sort of attempt, I simp Damn, I wish I wasn't such a wimp Cause then I would let you know that I love you So when I with your man, then I would be true The only lie I would do is send the bed with you Then I turned to send the one who loves you dearly P.S. Love me tender but the letter came back three days later. We turned to Cinder. Damn. So. So. What'd you think? I know exactly what you mean by that kind of like, you know, sad cishet man sort of energy vibe. Um, Sounds really dope, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? <laughs> kind of slaps. <laughs> the, the production is fucking great. Yeah. The delivery and the flow by all of the members of the far side, really great. There's this whole section in the middle where, actually during Fat Lips verse, where he like breaks into song and it's, it's just great. It's just fantastic. My God, the lyrics though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm not a fan of the first verse. I think Fat Lips is my favorite. They're all bad. They're all bad, though. Okay. Yeah. Let's just dive in. Let's just fully dive in. Yeah, let's let's call these motherfuckers out for a minute. All right. So, verse one by Booty Brown. <laughs> this is this one's full of all sorts of yikes. <laughs> a lot of it's about ninety five percent yikes. Yeah, it's it's real bad. So, okay. So, Booty Brown's verse. Okay, this whole song, the overall is the members of the far side telling their experiences about pining after women who are not interested in them and getting passed by, you know, getting ignored. Yeah. Not getting what they want, essentially. But also, might I add, just based off of this song, uh, they have nothing going for them in in that arena. Yeah. 
But we'll get into it. They're kind of all just like, I'm a loser, but I deserve a hot woman anyway. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get into it. Uh, okay, verse one. Booty has committed the most crime. Booty has committed the most crime. But I will also say, and this is you know something to to acknowledge and consider as well. In that cis men, cishet men especially, are extremely trained a very particular way to interact with the world. And, like, in Booty Brown's verse, we get a example of that sort of, like, reinforcement from, from the world on his behavior. Because Booty Brown's verse is talking about how when he was a child, he had this crush on his teacher and got mad that his adult teacher had a boyfriend. Yep. As an adult now, he saw her and let her pass, apparently. Yeah. <sighs> Obviously, that's very bad. I do want to, I do want to not let the teacher, uh, sneak by on this one, though. Yes. Yes. <sighs> when I went to school, I carried lunch in a bag with an apple for my teacher, because I knew I'd get a kiss. Why are you kissing your students? What's going on there? Like, I don't care if it's just a little forehead kiss. It's not. That's not your kiss. No kid. part of this appropriate. No part of this is appropriate. <gasps> no part of this is appropriate. What the fuck? It's like, and it's just like, like, this is what I'm talking about, about the, like positive reinforcement from like the world on this like shitty behavior mm-hmm. of like the teacher could have a hundred percent shut this shit down. Yeah. Cause it doesn't sound like he's being very subtle. No, he's carving their names on the bus. Yep. Carving it on the glass. On the glass. I'm just smelling her while she. Oh my god, so it's, creepy. It's awful, 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 awful. I do like no party involved in this uh, is good. It should not be something that you're bragging about years later. Booty Brown. The only person I respect in that verse is the boyfriend who goes and picks up his girlfriend every day and is like, "I love you." <laughs> That's nice. Okay, so Booty Brown calls her boyfriend a thug because, like, this is a common thing in this song of, like, of all four men saying, we're losers, but we're still better than the men that actually end up dating these women. It's like the nice guy thing. It's fully nice guy territory. Deeply, 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 deeply. (sighs) Now, that whole verse is bad. Yes, irredeemable. Let's get on to Slim Kid 3. <sighs> yeah, okay. Um, This one isn't isn't as bad. It isn't as bad. It's just, just sad. It sad. It's just sad. <laughs> it's really sad. It's just like, oh, I'm in love with Shelly and all of my friends keep telling me, you gotta get over her. And I'm just like, oh, but she's so perfect, but she's like rich and successful. <laughs> she just doesn't care about him at all. <laughs> My, I love this because, okay, the verse starts out, when I dream of fairy tales, I think of me and Shelly. And it's like going on like, like they're a thing, that they were ever a thing. Yeah. And, uh, like, like the smile that she shows makes me a go-getter. I love being around her. But then. 
Also, now to clarify, <laughs> I haven't gone as far as asking if I could get with her. I just play it by ear and hope she gets the picture. It's so, again, with the nice guy thing of like, uh, but I like sent you messages every morning being like, good morning, beautiful. How do you not want to fuck me? <laughs> It's like, I don't know, man. I wonder. It's like, it's like, yes, what women really like, what what women really, really like is a man who uh, can't fucking commit to their feelings or admit anything or open up about anything. Or even say, I like you. <laughs> like, at no point of this verse is he like, so yeah, I asked her out on a date. Yeah, there's not even like, oh, I tried to ask her out and she shot me down. It's just like, I've been pining after her since we were kids. And now she's highly edumacated, which also, I wish more songs used edumacated. That slaps. It's, it's great. Now, I mean, the word the wordplay in the song is genuinely Very good. good. The flow is on point in all of these verses. Again, it sounds fantastic. Just don't read the lyrics like we're doing. <laughs> Um, I, I do, uh, hate this last part of Slim Kid 3's verse. Although she's crazy stepping, I'll try and stop her stride, because I won't have no more of this passing me by. She's successful, she's independent, she's doing her best, she's out there, she's moving forward. I'm gonna put a stop to that shit, because she needs to pay attention to me. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I do hate it. I deeply, deeply do not like it. Mm -hmm. Now, Amani. 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 I, would, I just want to say that it starts out like a like conservative person trying to say something like, time for me to voice my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, so Amani's verse, like Amani, clearly didn't have a whole lot to contribute to this song. No, because his verse is just like I'm really horny for this lady. She does have a she does have a boyfriend. He's a nincompoop. He's a Rudy Toot nincompoop. <laughs> what the fuck is a Rudy Toot nincompoop? I don't know. And she was a flake like corn. Yeah, like. It's sort of implying that she, because, like, she's flaky, it's like she's promiscuous or something. Like, oh, I'm going to leave my boyfriend, and then him being like, no, you're not loyal. I don't like you anymore. But it feels like an excuse, because she doesn't want him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I, To be honest, it, like, I don't have a whole lot to say about Imani's verse, because, like, there's not much to it. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm better than your man. It's a lot of animal metaphors as well. A lot of animal metaphors. I don't know. He's just horny for a woman. Next verse. Fat lip. Our boy fat lip. This is a good verse. It's still in the similar vein. <laughs> it's it's still incredibly sad and pathetic. Yes. Um, but so, so Fat Lips verse is about his pursuing, he keeps pursuing this woman who every time is like, no. And then he's like, oh, I didn't try hard enough. Okay. Now, now hold on. Excuse me. Because point of fact, he starts off by being like, ever she happens to walk by, why does the apple of my eye overlook and disregard my feelings no matter how much I try? Which implies that he's trying a lot. Yes. And then immediately next line, wait, no, I did not really pursue my little princess with persistence. And I was so low key 
that she was unaware of my existence. Yeah. She has no idea who he is. And then he goes on to be like, okay, I, I, she has no idea who I, who I am. I'm going to further distance myself and not be confident and not present and not be direct. I'm going to send her a fucking letter. Yeah. The only reason why I like this verse, by the way, can I just say, is that he does say that he's a simp. (laughs) I know. I know. He just fucking says it. And this was before simp was in... Yeah, this is simp with a Y. Yeah, simp with a Y, which I is, I guess, supposed to be, like, sympathetic. Yeah. But it makes so much more sense with the modern context. When I try or make some sort of attempt, I simp. Can one of us do, like, a dramatic reading of this romantic letter that he sends to this woman? Uh, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> my dear, my dear, my dear. You do not know me, but I know you. Very well now, let me tell you about the feeling. Feelings I have for you. When I try or make some sort of attempt, I simp. Damn, I wish I wasn't such a wimp. Cause then I would let you know that I love you so. And if I was your man, then I would be true. The only lying I would do is in the bed with you. Sincerely, the one who loves you dearly. P.S. Love me tender. Can we dive into this? I need to talk about this fucking letter. <laughs> this is such the way. <laughs> Like, it's a weird mix between, like, classic romantic and person nervously texting someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, no form of communication can ever go in a good direction if it begins with, you do not know me, but I know you. Uh-huh. And this person knows you so well that they love you. They love you. It's not like someone dropping you a letter in a cafe being like, hey, I just thought you were cute. Or, I don't know, the stats still can be weird, but, like, this is, like, dearest Juliana, <laughs> it's been four months since we've seen each other. <laughs> like, it's really dramatic, my dude. Also, also admitting that he's a wimp. Yeah, I, I'm a simp and a wimp. Simpin' simpin' and wimpin'. All day. And and then the only qualities that I can say that are good about myself is that I won't cheat on you, and that's it. And I won't lie to you unless I'm lying in bed with you. The cheesiest line I've ever read. (laughs) I won't cheat on you, and I will fuck you. And those are the only (laughs) two things that I can say about myself. It's not even fucking, it's just sleeping next to you. Also, I break into your house at night and sleep next to you. <laughs> and like, also, okay, I, okay, sh- for sure, for sure, for sure, fat lip. You know, I know that this is a fictionalized account of this letter. Yes. But sincerely, the one who loves you dearly, that's nothing. You can't, who am I supposed to? <laughs> also, P.S. Love me tender. Absolutely not. Who are you? <laughs> Did you include, like, a picture of yourself? Like, what's going on? It's just, P.S., listen to Elvis Presley. (laughs) And then, of course, the best part. Oh, the most boss bitch move a woman has ever made. (laughs) The letter came back three days later, returned to sender. Damn. I love it. She read and she was like, no. (laughs) No. Fuck off. Absolutely not. Queen. I love that. It's just like, it's just a creepy, like, okay, right? Like, it sounds kind of poetic and, like, romantic because we're hearing it from Fat Lip's perspective. But even then, he, like, 
can't make it sound not sad. Yeah, it's still very desperate. Right, like, like the desperation of these dudes is palpable. It's sweaty nerds. <laughs> it's wild. Wild. And, like, they're supposed to be the bigger, better people? Like, I don't- I don't think so. Yeah, it's very, it's very 1992, baby. It's just like, like, of course she keeps passing you by. You have no qualities. Of course she keeps passing you by. Either you haven't spoken to her ever, or she's your teacher. <laughs> Eat my yeah, ass. pretty much. Women are just going to be like, ooh, this man is following me. Ooh, I love it. Like, that's nothing. (laughs) Nothing. What year is it? 1992, but still. Oh, I've received a letter. I've received a handwritten correspondence. Uh, An anonymous letter saying- From the one that loves me dearly. Saying- You do not know me, but I know you. The only thing that would have made it worse is like- (laughs) You know, like, BuzzFeed Unsolved, The Watcher, like, I know you have three kids. (laughs) 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 I want to eat their blood. Like, it's so so creepy. My dear, my dear, my dear, you do not know me, but I know you. Your blood type is AB, and and I am so excited to have it on my lips. Anyway. I can't wait to count. All the teeth you have with my tongue. <laughs> I want to get to know them. I want to tell if you had spinach yesterday. It's just like these these men have these men have no appealing qualities in a romantic context. No, like at all. It's very like it's very reminiscent of like you know how like pickup artistry is a big industry uh, among Ugh. sad white men. Yeah, yeah, and. Part of the, like, part of, like, the pickup artistry literature, like, oftentimes will literally say, most of the time this doesn't work, but just try anyway. It's like that. It's very, uh, what is it? It's like, you know, maybe you'll only get, like, one out of, like, 300, but you still got one. It's like, that is so creepy. And also, you're gonna get a reputation from the dating pool in your area. It's like, if this creepy white dude that's sweating a lot in a suit comes up to you, fuck off. (laughs) This is just, like, a thing that, this, like, toxic attitude about women is just it's just the plague among like all cis men mm-hmm. it's something that all cis men need to manually unlearn yeah because like societally they are like taught and trained to like compete with each other for self-worth like alpha male thing right like hide away their feelings and not and try and be like the ideal man rather than their true self. Yeah, it's almost as if you if you're um honest about the things that you enjoy uh and the things that you're interested in and you treat everyone around you uh with equal care and empathy, then you will have a much larger friend group and more people will find you attractive. Yeah. Hey, I have a quick question. Mm. Do you want to try making meaningful connections with the people in your life and exposing, you know, parts of your soul and parts of yourself that that you know, are personal and meaningful to you and, you know, not just simping and wimping. Yeah, do you want to try listening? (laughs) 
it's a thing where you consume the information other people give you, and then you ask questions based on the information they've given you. Yeah, and also, hey, do you want to maybe maybe not try and stop a romantic interest's life momentum for your own selfish desires? Yeah, I'm looking at you, boyfriend from The Devil Wears Prada, you bitch. (laughs) Well, that's quite a cut. That's a cut, but but people who have recently watched Devil Wears Prada, you know what I'm talking about. He sucks. Oh, yeah, anyway. Anyway, let's go on a very different route. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go on a very- there, l- Let's take a left turn into bad. <laughs> There's a part of me that really wants to listen to to their other most popular song, Ya Mama, <laughs> which is a, a collection of Ya Mama jokes in a song. That is so painfully 90s. Oh, it's, it's the most 90s thing possible. The Far Side is a band that literally can only exist in the 90s. Hey, can I tell you something else? <laughs> what? This, their two most popular songs are off of the same album and they haven't made anything popular after that. Ooh, <laughs> that's not a good sign. Not a great sign. Uh, but uh, but instead, I'm uh, instead of following my instincts, I'm gonna practice self care and not listen to your mama. The song. By the yeah, fuck. let's respect ourselves. Okay, let's attempt to respect ourselves. Let's attempt. Let's let's make an attempt at respect. And by uh, that, I mean listening to the Beatles. So let's. <laughs> When was hey? I have a quick question for you, my friend Miles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When was the last time that you unironically listened to the Beatles? Well, it's kind of a complicated answer because my uh, stepdad plays a few different Beatles songs on the guitar, so when he practices, uh, I will hear them unironically. <laughs> But, but like a CD, a CD of the Beatles. Um, the fact that your touchstone is a CD and not Spotify tells me, tells me a lot already. <laughs> I would never take my Spotify with the Beatles. I got a CD. I got um, their compilation album one, uh, I want to say in 2012 um, for Christmas, uh, because um, this is a genuine thing that I'm going to tell you and our listeners. So, when I was in grade nine, which was in uh, 2012, so maybe it was the year after that I got this album, I can't remember, but uh, when I was in year nine, we had a DVD section in the high school that I went to, like in the library, uh, and you could rent them out, and we were about to go on like a week-long like school break sort of thing, and I rented the B-movie, and in the B-movie, <laughs> there's a cover of Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Yeah, of course there is. I would give a conservative estimate that I watched the B-movie over that week-long period mm, nine times. Oh my god. <laughs> this is before it was a meme, too. I just really liked the B-movie. And uh, so I, re- and I really liked the song um, Here Comes the Sun, uh, and it was a really nice moment because my stepdad and my brother and I met him and, like, started to get to know him, like, after my parents had been dating for a little bit, uh, and he learned how to play Here Comes the Sun on the guitar, and he played it for me. It was very nice. Uh, so I did genuinely enjoy, like, the several Beatles songs, and I was like, there was a hot minute where, like, the Beatles made a bit of a resurgence on Tumblr, uh, at about, I would say, like, 2012, uh, and I was into it, and then I, I was listening to that CD a lot, had my Hello Kitty stereo, fucking pumped up the jam, uh, and then I just sort of didn't, 
anymore because you kind of realize like it's not bad but it isn't every day i'm going on a walk time to listen to the beatles (laughs) i'm just gonna say counterpoint actually the beatles are bad oh yes as a now in my (laughs) in the winter of my life yeah they all suck and (laughs) I mean, even as a kid, I was just like, you know what? Actually, I think the Beatles have more bad songs than they have good songs. That just (laughs) reminds me. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, even the songs that I thought were good, like I was a big fan of Maxwell's Silver Hammer when I was a kid. Listening to that song now, it is embarrassing embarrassing how bad that song is well yeah so like when i was looking for a song to bring i was like listening to like the album that i had and i was like i don't know which one i'm gonna pick it was very much like i don't want to listen to all of these i'm just gonna like fucking pick one but no you saying like as a kid i think the beatles have more bad songs than good ones just reminds me of like this comedy bit from chris fleming who's a comedian that was like you know when you're a kid and you watch a movie and you're like oh that's a movie that's like a book that's a song you don't really have like passionate emotions about it and then he was like then i saw cats the musical and i was like "Mm, that could use some work that's you (laughs) listening to the beatles (laughs) yeah oh my god the first critical thought Like, they, uh, I'm sure that I'll have more thoughts about the Beatles as we go on, but. Yeah. All right. So the specific Beatles song that I have chosen to bring is Come Together from Abbey Road. Oh, God. And it's from 1969, baby. Because, <laughs> uh, listen, there's, like, some other, like, I mean, Hold Your Hand is, like, all right. Fucking Day Trip is all right. I don't know, but there is something fun about Come Together in at least a, like, I'm watching a movie about people in the 70s getting high kind of way. Uh, I guess. I, you could have said any song and I would have the same reaction. Yeah. I I will say I do have a slight special connection to this song, uh, if uh, only because uh, a while ago a friend of mine was messing around making music and they sent me a horny cover of this song. Oh. Oh. It was very fun. I'm sad that you've said that. (laughs) Not like, when I say horny cover, I don't mean they changed the lyrics in any way. I mean that they were just, like, breathy and sexual (laughs) in the way that they did the voices. And it's just like- it works though. This song does sound like like it's like Paul McCartney in the middle of an orgy. Like that's what the song sounds like, and you know that in the heart of hearts, you know that in the heart of my cards, I know. And we don't uh, we're this, we're not gonna dive into that concept, but you all know, you know. Yeah, everyone knows. It's very smoky. It's a smoky song. But without further ado, let's give this a little listen. Regrettably. <laughs> He got walrus gumboot He got no sideboard He want spinal cracker He got feet down below his knee Hold you in his armchair You can feel his disease Come together right now Over me So, so I, I mean, the format is to ask you what you think. This song, this song <laughs> oh, proves shit. 
that white privilege is real and has always been we has always been real because if a person of color tried to write the line walrus gumboot they would have been laughed out of the studio laughed out of the studio bitch it's just fucking word salad it's just gobbledygook but but instead, because this band was for for conventionally attractive white men, for generations after, people are instead hailing it as high art and debating the true meaning of the song. Yeah, that is what I do not like and why I think many people are turned off the Beatles, because if it's the kind of sound you like, that's whatever. I still don't like them as people. I don't know, but like, oh no, the they're whole, all like, uh, they're all deeply shitty people. John Lennon is a terrible shithead, so bad. But then the people who were like, "What's the deeper meaning?" You're so like, th- there isn't. They were high. Okay, it's fine. We can all say it. It's been fifty years. They were high. They were high and not that creative. And it was the first time anyone was writing anything like that. If anyone wrote that today, we'd be like, "Shut up!" Or this is a SoundCloud song. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to go into these lyrics for a second. And there's no reason to. There's no reason to because it's nonsense, garbage for no one. <laughs> Get the asses. Do it. Do it up. He wear no shoe shine. He's got toe jam football. Yuck. <laughs> he got monkey finger. Me. She shoot Coca Cola. That's a ooh. It's a pun. <laughs> he bag production. He got walrus gumboot. <laughs> always comes out of left field he bag production he got walrus gumby <laughs> now what's a walrus gumby is it one big gumby for a walrus or is it a gumby that looks like a walrus now now i do <sighs> can i just say the line that has haunted me ever since i first heard this song as a child yeah i do uh, can i first can i pause on on walrus gumboot for another second because First off, on Genius Lyrics, which I don't fucking care about Genius Lyrics annotations, they're always wrong. They're always weird. But Walrus, Walrus, yeah. Walrus and Gumboot are two separate annotations. Yeah, I noticed there's a break in the words here. So, uh, for Walrus... Is it, I am the Walrus? It's, okay, according to the Genius annotation, yes, it's a reference to I am the Walrus. There's no verification for that. Go, 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 yeah. Uh, in in the 1968 song Glass Onion, which I've never heard of. <laughs> Glass Onion. Fuck off, Glass Beatles. John sang. Now here's another clue for you. The walrus was Paul. And then later, two years later, John Lennon said, "I was the walrus, but now I'm John." So so it's actually Paul's gumboot who is now John. Or or John or John's gumboot, but it's I don't know. It's, it's John nothing. Paul's gumboot. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's, it's nothing. But the line that has haunted me. Okay, hold on. Sorry. Of, no, no, yes, no, no. I'm okay. not done. I'm not done. Gumboot. Apparently, a gum a gumboot. Which okay, a gumboot like that kind of makes sense to, or th- at least the word gumboot is not nothing. It's yeah, referring. It's, a it's referring to like. Uh, like pull up uh, rubber Yeah, I'm Australian. Bits. I know what a uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, but hey, can I? Hey, Miles, I'm not explaining to you. I'm explaining to the audience who oh, might okay, not sure. know the word gumboot. You are not the only person here. Technically, no, we're just having a conversation. Are you recording? Oh my god. Uh, now genius 
genius is insisting that it is specifically referencing a South Al- a South African Zulu dance. What? Wait, what? Huh? No idea. Mm-hmm. But here's what I'm saying: is that it's such nothing. It's such nothing that Genius Lyrics is individually singing, singling out words to try and make, a, like, not even make a cohesive meaning, but try and like even tie words that are next to each other together. He's got Ono sideboard. He won Spinal Cracker. Wait, I want to say the line that's haunting me. It's he got. It's he got feet down below his knees. The world's dumbest line. (laughs) He got feet down below his knee. (laughs) He's got two feet below one knee. (laughs) Could you fucking imagine? Could you fucking imagine if like, if like, if like Nina Simone, Nina Simone, fantastic artist. Angel. Wonderful singer. Nina Simone, fantastic. We love her. Uh, She was... You know, she was a big deal around the same time. Mm -hmm. If Nina Simone wrote in one of her songs, he's got feet down below his knees, people would still be, still today, be making fun of Nina Simone for that line. Yeah, people would try and be like, oh, but what did, uh, you know, Nina Simone did so much for, like, the civil rights movement. And then someone else would go, yeah, but remember when she said he got feet down below his knee? (sighs) What a stupid line. But Paul McCartney, but Paul McCartney and John Lennon and and uh, Ringo Starr and George Harrison, they can get away with fucking anything. Yep. I mean, truly, like, all of, like, the Beatles history is just them getting away with the dumbest shit and people idolizing them for it. Listen, here's the only redeeming thing about Come Together. Is that, I mean, the guitar's good. The guitar is pretty good. I, yeah. The only redeeming thing that in my eyes, but only if someone like covered it, like it's a good song that like if someone covered it, I'd be like, oh, this is great. Is it like it's a great, like having a threesome sort of, like it feels very, cause it keeps describing this thing like, oh, there's this sexy guy that I'm looking at. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like- man, and then the line, one and one and one is three. Got to be good looking, because he's so hard to see. For sure. Like, like, I have no idea the intentionality of the, um, I'll go ahead and put as as big uh, air quotes as I can, artists behind the song. (laughs) I, I don't, I can't speak on their intentionality, but they accidentally or not made one of the horniest songs- one of the most confusingly horny songs of all time. Truly. You're right. It's very confusing and, like, confusingly horny. Yeah. It's, yeah. Hey, hey, Miles. Hey, Jupiter. Let's, let's, we gotta, we gotta get a, a quick spin in. Let's take a breather, um, calm down from feeling angry about men who get away with inappropriate behavior and this fucking- We, we have had, <laughs> we have had two episodes in a row that have, as a prime spotlight, uh, been- uh about calling out shitty men they deserve it they deserve it men do better get better role models yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry men that you have shitty shitty role models yeah someday we'll brainstorm some good men (laughs) find one of them there's there's only one good man and i'm talking to him how dare you (laughs) i was gonna say jesus christ Good man, and it's the Lord. <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break immediately. 
It's time. It's time. It's time for for me to do a big spin. Yeah. I I I feel like I haven't done a big spin in a while. Our recording schedule is all over the place. I'm I'm fully gonna do a big spin. Let's let's give it a yeah. shot. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, hey. Hi. Hey, do you know, do you know the song, uh, uh, oh my god, what is it called? By the Bee Gees, the fucking, um, the one about going to a house? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? No. Is it even by the Bee Gees? No, it's by the B-52s. Oh. I'm fucking stupid. Love Shack. <laughs> you know Love Shack? <laughs> this song isn't bad, but it's very similar. <laughs> song about going to a house. <laughs> Wait, no. It's the B-52s and it's love sh- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my fucking Christ above. Okay, so it's not Love Shack. It's not Love Shack, but it's very similar to Love Shack. Oh my god. It's The Spot by Your Smith. Oh, my Smith. By your Smith. Love that. I don't think I've ever heard this song. I I don't imagine that you would have, but I've it's a song that is not it's a song that is not necessarily unpopular. Like I might have I think I've heard it like not in a supermarket, but in like a store at some Ooh, point okay, yeah. in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also not that old. It's it's pretty new. It's I think it's around two or three years old. Oh, okay. Spring chicken. Considering how vintage the rest of this episode has been, I feel like that's appropriate yeah yeah and yeah it's uh, i i very much equate it to it's like the modern day love shack is is my sort of estimation of this song i like that okay and with that in mind or maybe with that not in mind depending on whatever the fuck you want to do <laughs> let's listen to this song all right and i could have told you i was on the wrong side of what was ever gonna work Again, gotta get you off my mind, so I'm driving up the five to stay alive till Jefferson. Cause up there's a spot, whether you like it or not, they keep the green on rotation, no invitation, no call. Yeah, up at the spot, where if you're hurting at all, they'll crack another survey, so whether you waste it or not. Yeah, up so, so <laughs> what did you think? I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good, huh? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I'm yelling now. I'm yelling now. Here's what I will say on the video. This is the first time I'm seeing your Smith uh, just not on a piece of cover art. Mm-hmm. And I will say, while I, dis- while I despise her perm, I think she is cute enough that she gets away with it. I was about to say, like, that's a that's a great hairdo, but only because, like, and I don't know their sexuality, I'm not going to, like, speculate, but it's a very gay haircut, and I feel like women can pull it off, that, that perm, <laughs> that sort of look. I just, 
I just don't think anybody should be rocking a perm except for the fact that she gets away with it. Very cute person. I I enjoyed just like a little fun dancing around the city moment. Very cute. I do not and could not physically dance in front of of strangers i'd rather die i would rather fucking die yeah i would rather die i really really do not and cannot never imagine doing that no (laughs) this is just us being very private (laughs) we will never dance in public um but I yeah, nah, nah. yeah, I have um a playlist on uh Spotify that's just like I think it's called like Sunshine and it's just songs that make me feel really warm and happy. Like uh like Put Your Records On by like Corin Ray Bailey or something. I can't remember what the artist's name is, but just like warm songs. I'm immediately gonna put this on that playlist because this is delightful. Oh yeah, it's so great. This song sorry, I just I was looking at looking at her Twitter account. And her bio is just not my Smith. <laughs> so fun. Also, just strolling, th- scrolling through her Twitter. She seems nice. She yeah. seems cool. Um, but uh, but this song. I'm curious how you feel about the the Love Shack comparison. Oh, I totally forgot about the Love Shack <laughs> motif. <laughs> I mean, it is very much like a um, you know, uh, let's go to a place where we can get together. Now I'm just doing the lyrics on the Love Shack. <laughs> Damn it! It's like yeah, it's it's we're going to our place to like be ourselves, sort of vibe. Yeah. It's like, it's very, to me, the reason why I, I have that comparison is because, like, it really feels to me like a, like, The Spot and Love Shack are sort of representing this, like, these mythical places of, like, if you know, you know. Yeah. And if you don't know, then they're just, like, names. It's a cool spot. And, yeah, they're places where you can go anytime, and you're always welcome, and you can heal your soul of any lovesickness that you are feeling and if you know where to go you can go there just like cheers like cheers uh but like uh, presumably full of less middle-aged men (laughs) what if that's my happy place presumably there are fewer middle-aged men getting drunk and ranting about stuff yeah presumably i will tell you a fun little tangent factoid one year I, I drew my mother and her best friend for her birthday and underneath it I wrote cheers because in the photo, in the in the drawing they were like cheersing their glasses. And then someone in the comments said, I thought this was cheers art <laughs> art for the TV show Cheers. That's it. You know, in in Cheers, Cheers is where the where the popular character Frasier was introduced before he got his own show. Yep. And in in Cheers, he uh, it, he said that his father died. Oh, <laughs> and they acknowledged that in Frasier when uh, people from Cheers showed up in a Frasier episode is a fun like well I again let me do those air quotes again fun (laughs) cameo yeah and it was explained a way that he lied because he was embarrassed about his dad that's fucking rude (laughs) but it was just like a retcon yeah because they had no idea that they were gonna make a Frasier show like why why would you assume that you're gonna make a Frasier 
Frasier show. Oh, and God forbid they put the mother in it or whatever. I only know this because my mom uh, has watched Frasier so many times and I've just sort of popped in. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more familiar with the nanny. Well, here's what I will say about Frasier is that it has a spectacular habit of uh, just like having women be a very important part of the story, but never having them on screen. Yeah. For any reason. (sighs) Hatred. (laughs) Hate that shit. It's a bad show. Yeah. Anyway, this is a good song. It's a good song. Why did, why did we go off uh, like this? It was only a smith. It was only a smith. Yeah. You want to go everybody How did it end knows. up like this? It was only a smith. It was only a smith. That was the joke I was making. Congratulations. Yeah. Continue on with it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, I hate this. Congratulations. I hate this energy. Congratulations. Congratulations. Did you like that? No. <laughs> I didn't think you would. I didn't. Don't make Evangelion references on this podcast. The back half of this show today is just me making references to things that I've never really fully seen. Yeah. Well, don't start now. Well, no. I'm. Here's what I'm gonna do: is I'm gonna I'm gonna have three TV screens. I'm gonna have Cheers in one, Frasier in the other, and Neon Genesis Evangelion in the final one. I think you'll find there's a lot of crossover. I'm I'm gonna start on episode one. I'm gonna press play, and I'm just gonna have them go. So are you just gonna repeat Evangelion when it runs out, or? Oh yeah, it'll lose. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Uh, also, it will uh, overstimulate me horribly, and and I will not be able to pay attention or um, feel like a sane human person. Yeah, and then the deadly neurotoxin will be released into the room that you're watching it in. Yeah, and you'll die. Yeah, I mean, like, like I'll perish one way or another. Yeah. Um, wowzers! I uh, let's end the episode, <laughs> please. Hey, hey, hey. Um, so before we end off today i i want to i want to take this opportunity i'm going to be taking this opportunity uh in for for a little bit here because uh i don't i don't talk about it a lot but i i'm i'm a very like you know if you if you follow my stuff you know you you know like i'm a very busy person online i make a lot of stuff i have three podcasts I edit two of them. I'm uh, involved in like the business side of of getting the network up and running. I stream at least three nights a week. I, I'm a I'm a very busy bee, and I don't talk about it a lot because I don't like complaining in a public space. I just saying that uh, having just complained about uh, Frasier and Cheers, it deserves it. But uh, but I don't I don't know I don't like um. I don't like complaining about my real life uh, on on my podcasts or on Twitter because I don't know. Like y'all ain't my fucking therapist, but uh, but I do all of that. I do all that creative work uh, while also working thirty hours a week in a grocery store, and it sucks. It's it's really bad for me, and uh, uh, like I I really love. All of my creative work. I really love making everything that I make. I love making Art Ghost. I really, really love making Art Ghost. And uh, lately, it's just been like very straining keeping it all going while having uh, a like v- like a nearly full time job 
Like, it's just been really hard, and I have been wanting for a, a long time, and you might have heard me talk about it recently, I really want to quit my job. I really, really want to quit my job. It is really hard for me, uh, as an autistic person especially, it is just really difficult. Like, uh, being in a noisy, crowded grocery store for eight hours a day is really bad for my health, as as someone who is very noise and and tired sensitive and I really want to quit and I really want to you know put all of my energy and put all my focus into my creative stuff and really make it as as top quality as I can and continue to make the the stuff that I really like and and make uh new stuff as well and I decided that I was just gonna you know say fuck it and really push for it and this is me pushing for it yeah. so uh if you would like to help me with my ultimate goal of quitting my job and doing this full time not only this but like my other podcasts and my streams the there are a, a couple of ways that you can help me out uh if you want to just like straight up donate to me directly you can absolutely do that you can go to i have a coffee page at uh, coffee.com slash Jupiter from hell uh, and which uh, is a is basically a way to just send me money directly if you uh, would like to help me out it would really really be dope uh, I I would say the best way to help me out is to check me out on Twitch and uh, follow me there that is uh, twitch.tv slash hell princess Jupiter uh, where I stream again three times a week minimum I uh, am really dedicated to it. I stream uh, single player games uh, often with my friends. Uh, I am like uh, just a really chill streamer, you know, and I really enjoy doing it. Uh, and uh, you can subscribe over there. You can give me donations over there that I can read out on stream. And that's really awesome. Uh, but even if you uh, can't support me in a financial way, which is totally okay, and I fully understand, and uh, I, I would never ask that anybody put themselves in an uncomfortable position to help me out. Um, uh, but even if you can't support me financially, uh, just watching my streams, hanging out in chat, uh, being a part of my community over there really helps me out because uh, getting more viewers in my my uh, streams, other than just being really rad, and uh, I love interacting with chat, and uh, I love my community and, and hanging out with people in that way. Uh, it also will allow me to push for partner status on Twitch, which is uh, great because it uh, will up my cut that I get from Twitch every month, and uh, will also just open more opportunities for me over there. So even if you can't help me out uh, directly financially, uh, do not sweat it do not worry about it that that is totally okay um but just checking out my streams and uh hanging out in chat and what and uh watching me stream video games every week uh really helps me out and uh spreading the word also really helps me out so uh if you would like to do that and i would really really appreciate it again that uh, that link is um twitch.tv slash hellprincessjupiter you can find a link in the description it's in the description of every episode uh yeah that would that would really really help me out i really want to be able to quit my job and and do all this full time uh, by 2021 i really really want to do it and i know that i can and i just need the 
I just need the, you know, the backing and the support. And it would be really, really awesome if you could do that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's my, that's my shill. That's my shill, uh, this time. I, I'm, I'm, you know, really pushing for it and I will probably keep, keep talking about it for a while. Uh, but yeah, it would just be really amazing if you, if you help me out. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. support Jupiter. I have a little thing I want to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just a little thing. It's a, it's a little bit funny because we we kind of um it's been about six weeks uh since our uh, two year anniversary of doing artificial ghost oh, radio. Shit. Um, which was the twenty seventh of July. We started the twenty seventh of July in two thousand and eighteen. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, and I know that there's been ups and there's been downs and there's been changes uh, all over the place and. Whether this is your first episode or if you've been listening since 2018, um, thank you. And it's crazy. And of course, time is not real. <laughs> and it's, you know, uh, milestones are neither here nor there and everyone feels differently about them. But, um, you know, it's really, uh, you know, Jupiter and I have, you know, become best friend fucking platonic soulmate people in the two years that we've been doing this podcast. And it's helped us become more like confident in speaking. Since then, again, Jupiter, you've started like streaming, doing other podcasts. Like we're both doing a lot of shit now creatively. And it was nice that like we just sort of, you know, on a whim decided to start doing a podcast. And so many it, it people. It was literally in. <laughs> it was literally in Tumblr messages. Yeah. In like, like, hey, you like music? I like music. We should start a podcast. And then, yeah. And then we were both like, yeah, let's do it. And then for two years, we did it. <laughs> I can't believe we missed our anniversary this year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can believe it because, like, this you know. is some stuff. Um. <laughs> Again, I just wanted to say thank you guys for uh, sticking around and, um, you know, for the foreseeable future. I mean, still got a lot of episodes to fucking go, I think, but... uh, Oh, yeah, I, I, like, as with all things, eventually this podcast will come to an end and whatever, whatever. But I... But that's only because uh, linear time eventually ends. There's only so many songs. There's only so many songs. They keep making more of them, and that's the I main do issue. Hear that, I do hear that they keep making them, huh? <laughs> crazy <laughs> not not so much this year yeah um not so much but uh yeah anyway <laughs> But yeah, I, I, oh my God. Yeah. It, it's like, I am so like happy and proud to be doing the show. And, and there is no reason why it should have worked. <laughs> what, what do you mean? Two people that don't know anything about music? <laughs> Who barely knew each other? <laughs> We'd only been friends for, I don't know, eight months. Like, yeah, like a, like a couple of months and then made a podcast and then decided to keep making it. The community that has popped up around this podcast has been like really, really incredible. You guys are the best. And it's like also like been amazing to have a thing to do with you, Miles. <gasps> and I am so happy to know you and so happy to be your friend and so 
happy to have divorced you. <laughs> divorced, but still friends. We have we have a very <laughs> copacetic uh, uh, <laughs> what is the settlement with our kids going back and forth every week. We never dated, but no, we are divorced. Though. But we are divorced emotionally. <laughs> We both realized that we're gay, and then yeah. and then had an amicable separation. Truly, these two years, we've um, both gone through a, a queer journey together. A transitional queer journey. Oh, we are both such different people from when the show started. Completely. Um, also, I'll just say, this is totally, we're just going off now, but it's, uh, it's been interesting because, um, you know, friends definitely move in and out of your life. And especially, like, I think as 22-year-olds, soon to be 23, it is Jupiter's birthday and, like, I don't know, a, a day and a kiss. A uh, couple days ago by the time this episode goes Yeah, out. but again, that's what I was going to say. It's like a couple days ago. Um, so, uh, at this point in our lives, like, friends and, and getting jobs and stuff, like, your life gets busy really quickly. But it is great to do a podcast that in some way forces you to spend time with another person, but also it's nice just to have scheduled time with another person <laughs> where you're like, oh, I just get to sit down and talk just yeah, for yeah, a, yeah, yeah. and no one can interrupt us because I put a sticky note on the door that says, fuck off. This is our time, baby. This is our time. And in two years, in two years, in two years, in two years, the audio quality has gotten significantly better. And in two years, we finally bought a Beatles song. <laughs> And it, yeah, it took us two years to bring a Beatles song. I feel like that's a record for music podcasts. <laughs> it is a record for music podcasts, and we it will never happen again. Nope. We're, I cannot think. I cannot think of a, a single possibility where we bring another Beatles song to this. Unless, podcast. unless the theme one day is bring a song from a movie that you really like, and I get to bring "Here Comes the Sun" because I really like the B movie. We're probably not going to talk about the Beatles again. Please don't talk about the B movie. I don't want to. It's overplayed. <laughs> it's overdone. I don't want to. For real. For real. Also, that motherfucker sucks. <laughs> Anyway, let's end. Let's end this. Let's please end this. All right. I'm deciding between two themes. One. Okay. Is like definitely um, following the last episodes of complaining about men. Sort of. Okay. And then the other one is just like a general, like, it's just a theme that we could do at any time, really. Maybe, maybe we should, maybe we should branch out. Maybe Take we a should break. branch out from, uh, from calling out shitty men and, uh, yeah. get back to, get back to our roots of highlighting cool women. That tr- tr- truly our roots is just going, wow, women cool. <laughs> Basically. Uh, my whole life. <laughs> essentially but so in that case i would like you jupiter okay to bring me a song that will surprise me shock or and surprise me oh a song that will surprise you surprise oh that's me. so open-ended i love it yeah that could be taken in any which way yeah <laughs> that's great i'm a, i'm a big fan of that Fuck yeah. I love it. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. And we uh, and without further ado, we will see you when we see you. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see. Our troubles are all the same. The love shack. The love shack. <laughs>